Okay, hello there. I am Andy Odie with Live Sotheby's International Realty. Thank you for joining this portion of the podcast. I want to introduce Jens Werner of Werner Communications. Hi there. Thank you, Andy. Oh my gosh. So, okay, this officially is my first podcast. I'm so excited. <laughs> you are the tag you're it. <laughs> I no, love that's it. That's a good thing I, or a bad thing. No, I go. think I picked the perfect person for this. So, um, I do want to have you give a little background about um, how you got started out here. I've been here for 36 years, sure. you've been here over 20 but fascinating in your background here. Well, yeah, so interestingly enough, I mean, my, my grandparents had purchased a place in Vail in 1973. And so I grew up coming here, um, but was from Illinois, and then moved out after college thinking it was gonna be for a year, and ultimately 20 more slipped away. Um, but uh, throughout that time, you know, I, I've worked initially, and I've always been involved in public relations and marketing, and initially worked on a lot of travel and hospitality things as you do in a resort market. And then ultimately over the years, uh, many of those clients morphed into some sort of real estate development um, portion of their, their business life cycle. And I found that I really liked that and, and saw that it was really rewarding. So my business is really more from a travel and hospitality uh, background into more of a real estate development background. But ultimately, as you know, in a place like this, those two are inextricably tied. That's right. So, um, so I think that makes this an interesting conversation for the two of us. Yeah, and so with all that, we're going to talk about the lifestyle here because all of that encompasses our area, everywhere from Eastvale down to Gypsum uh, and in between. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're really starting to see, and we've had this conversation before, um, we're actually in the midst of, I think, a shift and, and a surge. Um, I've seen definitely more inquiries about what this whole valley has to offer. I'm talking to brokers from all over the country. We've talked, um, and I think there's a common element, and it really comes down to lifestyle. And people are reevaluating their lifestyles right now. No question, and I mean, it's funny because Andy, I, I've been here, like you said, 20 years rough and tough, and um, so I, moved here about six months before 9-11 oh. and you know and, and I feel that in the 20 years that I've been here I've seen sort of two things happen in our country that shifted people to wanting to move here and 9-11 and was one of them and I think that there are the obvious safety concerns you know and, and the reasons that people moved after that um, the, the recession was another you know I think people reevaluated and said what's important to me and can I live someplace where I have a higher quality of life perhaps than the city and so again, I think there was an influx that I'm sure you probably saw and enjoyed of people coming to the valley. And I can't help but think that we're at the point of another one, you know, yeah. with people learning whether you know you, you were doing dabbling and doing remote business, or 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 what. But I think at this point, people have been forced to do it, and now everyone recognizes, wow, I I, I know how to do it. I can do this remotely, and what does that do? It allows me to live anywhere. That's right, and I have really kept my eye about the remote working now honestly for the past like five six years because i saw it starting to surge a little bit even back you know when people weren't talking about it so much so i don't know why i was starting to pay attention to it back then but i was mm -hmm. and and now i'm really um seeing the change and and uh, obviously because of the forced remote working 
um, you know, at first it's out of the comfort zone of some people and their businesses, maybe they thought they just couldn't do that in their business. And people have found that they actually can do that within their business. And we all know we're hearing it more on the news that some um, companies are telling people permanently, um, stay at home, work at home. Who did I, I just, there was a company, was it Amazon? About $1,000 that they were gonna pay each employee $1,000 to buy equipment to work remotely from home. I think I did hear that. And I don't know whether it was or wasn't Amazon, but yeah. I've certainly heard that. And, 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 and other stories of, you know, of, of businesses recognizing that they're, you know, whether it's a, you know, there's a, there's a human element and safety element, and there's probably a financial element as well to not having to keep an office. That's when, right. You know, I think that people have wanted to work from home for a long time. I mean, obviously that's that, you know, maybe when you're doing that's better thought than practice for some people, but a lot of us can, I mean, my business over the last two or two and a half, three months has been primarily from my home and ultimately um, it didn't change much. Right. So, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I think that that makes the Vail Valley a pretty compelling place to come and, and relocate. In fact, uh, my neighbors, uh, recent neighbors just moved from Switzerland. Um, he was in the financial industry and, and has moved here and set up shop because he can do, you know, his, his business remotely and uh, is originally from Pennsylvania and is loving the fact that he has his kids all at the ski and snowboard academy and they're living, they're going to grow up and live this lifestyle that I think he feels awfully proud to be able to provide them. Yeah, no, totally. That is what I am hearing as a consensus from people that are reaching out. And then it's figuring out lifestyle. And I've said this before, you know, it's, it's figuring out what is the best lifestyle, or I say inspiring you to live your best lifestyle, wherever that is, whether it's here or in another ski town or uh, somewhere warmer or whatever that is. Cause I'm hearing it even from other brokers. There's a lot of people that are in the big cities, you know, New York that are really being hit hard that they're saying relocate, whether somewhere warmer over here or whatnot. So that lifestyle again, you know, we were talking about this a little earlier uh, about the different locations and what they all have to offer. It's true, and I mean, I was even thinking that, you know, for, for me, um, I'm an avid fly fisherman among a handful of other recreational pastimes that I pursue. And throughout the course of the last two and a half months as we were safer at home or, you know, on stay-at-home order, um, you know, we did have the ability, the county had said, you know, it's okay to go and enjoy outdoor recreation. And, and fly fishing was a great social distancing thing for me. And so, you know, I was able to still have that outlet here, whereas, I'm afraid that if I lived in the city and that was my passion, like I wouldn't have been able to leave home to go do it, where would I have gone? And so that was really helpful. And, you know, for me, it's fly fishing. For another friend of mine, it was mountain biking, and that was his thing. Mm -hmm. and, and I know for you, it's golf, right? And all those things are social distance sports that are easily accessible and part of the DNA of this place. Right. And, and you know, and so they're, they're things we can still continue to do in a strange world that we live in today. Isn't it? I know it. Well... I feel very blessed to live in a place like this that, you know, sometimes I have to pinch myself a little bit to say, you know, reality check. Everyone's having a different experience wherever they are. And it could be even in the same state, you know, a different town is having one type of an experience versus someone else in a city or, you know, even Denver. 
they're, you know, in a different, um, they're just in a different, ex having a different experience over there. But going back to the different towns, yeah. you know, of, of different resort towns and the lifestyle, what are you finding with, especially with your background and, and what you've had conversations with people about these different towns? Well, I mean, I think we'd be remiss to not say the old cliche of you come for the winter and stay for the summer, right? And I, there's a reason that that's continued to resonate for year over year, generation after generation is, it's the truth. I mean, if you look around right now, it's, you know, we're coming up on June 1st and it's beautiful here. It's 65 mm -hmm. degrees and not an ounce of humidity or bugs. So um, there's that. And I think that, so I think when you get ready to, to think about a relocation here, you have to ask yourself, do I, am I more compelled to be front and center for the winter sports, in which case I might choose Vail and sort of an up valley location and then I dabble in the summer stuff and, and or do I, am I really a golfer or, a, or someone who wants to be in a little bit warmer climate and then can, don't mind the drive in to, to ski. So, you know, you ask yourself that question first and, and then maybe you start looking based on that proximity, but there are a handful of others. Do you like, you know, are you a river person? Do you like big views or do you feel like, you know, are you a nester or a percher, right? Do you like to be up for the big view or do you like to be down in a hollow with trees around you? And the Vail Valley has all that. If you're a golfer, there are more than 13 golf clubs and golf courses in the Vail Valley. So obviously that can keep you busy for, for an entire summer, if not a lifetime. <laughs> and, you know, so yeah, each town has its own character and its own farmer's markets and, uh, and things that make it cool, whether it be, you know, maybe, you know, I think Edwards has more of a nouveau kind of vibe to it than say a Mintern that has a historical mining and railroad history, but still they have a lot in common in terms of outdoor activities and things to enjoy at all seasons. Yeah, well, I call Edwards the hub of the valley. <laughs> it used to be down valley, but now it's the hub. It but also what the beauty is, and I'm sure you know, you've, you've expressed this with other people, is the proximity to Denver. Right. We have the Vail Valley Jet Center, which really sets us apart from some other ski towns, which are great ski towns, yeah. but sometimes are a little bit more uh, difficult to access. You know, we've got a lot of, you know, direct flights coming in and, you know, that's another thing to consider for um, people that maybe are not having or ready to have this as their primary uh, home, but certainly as their getaway for summer, winter, whatever, you know, four seasons. No question. I mean, you know, so going back to the, the kind of the travel and tourism background, you know, the Vail Valley for a lot of years has had a very robust flight program where, you know, the, the, it's been subsidized by, you know, different entities throughout the, throughout the valley. But, um, you know, the direct flights during high seasons from most of the major markets in the country into the Eagle Airport are frankly remarkable. Uh, right next door is the Vail Valley Jet Center. So we have our own private fixed base operator. So... Obviously, that's a different that's a different type of traveler, and then you know if your if your primary residence is in a more obscure place, you know Denver's only an hour and a half from here, and I mean you can fly from virtually anywhere to DIA. Right. So yeah, it's very accessible, um, and you know I think the other thing that people realize when they get here is that you know if if you know if the slow pace of you know kind of rural living in the Vale Valley, you know gets to you every once in a while and you need your city fix. Denver's right down, right down I-70, and you know we have outstanding museums um, and every kind of you know cultural thing that you can imagine.
imagine there. Mm -hmm. We have a, a robust, a lot of that here in the Valley as well, you know, with mm -hmm. the New York Philharmonic playing Bravo Valley Music Festival. And, um, you know, there's a lot to do here. Yep, there certainly is. That's why I've been here over the 36 years and, and love seeing the evolution of this, this city or town. I shouldn't say city or town that's expanded. Yeah. So, okay, let's go back to when your background with the uh, tourism mm -hmm. days. So I'm sure you got to see a bunch of stats about different things of how people come out here, whether visiting, no living, share that, share your um, information. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously and when you're involved in the businesses that you and I are involved in, statistics, you know, you're kind of inundated with them. And, but there tend to be a handful of them that sort of stick out and become mantra or things that you sort of base your, you know, your business philosophy around. And one of them for me was um, that there was a statistic that came out several years ago that was if you know, when people get ready to make a, a purchase of a second home or a home that's not going to be their primary residence uh, in a mountain community or probably a beach community as well, they tend to choose a place that they've they've been 10 or more times. Mm -hmm. So they've kicked the tires, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I think that when, when I think about what does that mean about selling the Vail lifestyle, it's that we're not necessarily... The, the people that we're selling it to are already familiar with it. They just want a deeper dive. They're saying, I want more. Like, it was great being a tourist or a vacationer here, but now I want to be a second homeowner here. And so, you know, that's a statistic that's sort of stuck out in my career. Okay, well, that's interesting because I like that, and I agree to that with uh, to an extent because I'm going to give you another flip side that I've been seeing I as flip well. Sides. So what I've noticed, and, and probably... Um, over maybe more over the last few years, um, I have had buyers that interestingly been here that um, have been to some other resorts. And now I get them and they tell me full transparency, okay, we're looking not only here in the Vail Valley, but they're going to look at maybe it's Jackson Hole or Salt Lake City. Sure. And they're figuring out what is the best fit and lifestyle for them. Got it. So maybe that what you're describing is someone who knows they want the mountain lifestyle, but they're not sure where yet. So they're going right. to explore and see what options are available versus someone who has a relationship with a place and wants a deeper relationship. Right. right. That's interesting. Yeah. I have had the buyers that you're explaining. Mm -hmm. Definitely have had that. But I also on the flip side have had those other buyers that really are exploring which area is going to be the best fit for them? Well, and I suspect that if we really got into it, that there would be you know more buckets than just the two yeah. of those. But it makes perfect sense, and it's it kind of is it's interesting to hear that perspective to me because um, I think about my own experience with Vail and how I ended up here. And you know, it, I never there was never a thought of going to another mm -hmm. resort because this is where my family had always come. But mm -hmm. but um, but that's just the path I followed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, if I if I had wanted to be in a mountain resort community and my parents had never brought me to a place that was one, then I think I would be looking, I would be comparing. Well, and then you also have, I've had it where I've got a husband and wife. Wife is used to going to one area, husband to another area as well. That makes sense. And then they're really trying to, and then they're having a family and going, okay, with our family, what's the best fit for our family? So you have that as well. Yeah. 
Well, and I think then to even brought to rein that conversation back into the Vale Valley, that's what you were alluding to earlier, which is even within the Valley, there are these different places where it's like, what's most important to you and your values? And, you know, are you someone who still has children at home and you intend to try to create some memories with them here as children? Or is it some place that you're hopeful that, that your children will bring their children back to and that you're creating memories with, you know, as more of an extended family? So all those things probably play into decisions. Yeah. And, you know, and just, I mean, here we are in Edwards and Edwards is certainly more, you know, it has an element of high desert and a little bit warmer year round That's versus right. in Vail, you're really in an alpine environment. So. That's right. And I have had buyers that honestly, I've, and you know, up at Cordillera, I've had some buyers that absolutely refuse to lit, look at property on the valley floor. They want it as high as possible and wound up buying at the summit. At Cordillera. Yeah. And then you have other people that want to have the valley floor on the sunny side. I mean, it, it's so diverse in the different communities and neighborhoods of, of really finding what fits for their lifestyle and um, what they're looking for. Yeah. And there, I think that now that you bring that up, there are some there are some neighborhoods or, or communities within our community that I think that, that are where you can go and be more anonymous, where people don't, your neighbors are probably less likely to, to know more to know a lot about you and then others where it feels very Mayberry-esque, right? So, you know, it's, it's sort of like, again, that's maybe something that you consider is do I want to come here and just connect with my family and not have a lot of other interactions? Or do I want to come to a place where every you know, where I've called the neighbors two weeks ahead of time to say, we're coming into town and everybody's getting ready for a big barbecue or something. Yeah, you know? no, exactly. So. It's, I, I have actually a call with um, a client later this afternoon that same thing I'm fitting in that he's thinking he wants a place where he lives right now is too hot. He likes a cooler climate. He's a big mountain biker. Great. You know, he doesn't downhill ski anymore, mm -hmm. but maybe wants to get into some Nordic skiing. And I said, Oh my gosh, Eagle ranch mountain bike haven down there. Absolutely. And he didn't even realize, I mean, it just kind of, just by us talking and seeing what's important to him, yep. he had no idea that that was a big mountain biking community. Well, that's an interesting thing too, because Eagle, so, um, you know, Eagle, I, I actually, as a mountain biker, and I know, you know, a fair amount about the evolution of mountain biking in Eagle, and that it's really become uh, a hot topic destination for mountain biking. So, yeah. you know, if it was 20 years ago, everyone talked about Moab, right? And that was right. sort of the place. And, and then, and, and you know, for those of you who really follow the timeline evolution of mountain biking, please give me a little leeway here. But, uh, you know, and then Fruta became sort of a big thing. Right. Like I started hearing a lot about Fruta 15 and 10 years ago. And then Eagle, you know, with the dedication of the Haymaker Trail, right. that ultimately was where Colorado Mountain Biking High School Championships were hosted. And Eagle really put its stake in the ground that they wanted to be a mountain, a mountain biking destination. And I think they've achieved that. They have. I mean, totally. there are more than 100 miles of single track in, in Eagle. I mean, that's that's a lot. And they laughingly say that in Eagle, your trailhead is your driveway because you drive from your, you know, from your garage. And uh, it's ingrained in the DNA of that community now. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, again, like, you know, and I wouldn't say the same thing necessarily about Edwards. Like, we have some mountain biking here yeah. and it's good mountain biking. But I wouldn't say that, like, that Edwards has mountain biking in its DNA. Like Eagle. Right. That's correct. So, again, I mean, if, if that's the mountain bike is important to you, that's something to consider. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. There's a perfect example. Sure so, is. Well, this has been 
really a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so so much. much Love just back and forth of this conversation of new ideas, you know, because right now we are in a phase where every day seems to be changed, but not such bad change. It's good change that, you know, for me, I like change. Yeah. So, well, and I think that something that's really interesting and that we'd be remiss to not bring up is that the Vale Valley Partnership, who is that they're like our local chamber and business association here oh, in the Valley, good point. has actually, um, with, with some of our restrictions being lifted, they've actually really started to encourage our second homeowners to come and make Vale, the Vale Valley their primary residence, at least for the summer. Um, and, you know, and second homeowners, as they've sort of highlighted throughout all their material, mm-hmm. enjoy the same legal rights as primary residents in that mm-hmm. your own property, so you're entitled to come and live in it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so from that perspective, you know, there's very much a, a, a welcome call to come and be here this summer. So if you, if you own real estate and are thinking about, you know, that, please do. And if you're looking for another reason, we want you here. Yeah. Uh, please, you know, or to make means. this call this home. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. This yeah. is, this is the time. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's why we've had so much activity right now. This, this month, I mean, I just looked it up today. From May 1st to today, there's like 114 properties that went under contract. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's showing. And I think it is because people are feeling comfortable to start coming and start looking. And again, after reevaluating. So, okay. Well, on that note, we thank you, Jens, again. And look forward to our next chat here. And to everyone out there, thank you for tuning in. And remember to go to my website com and my YouTube channel, all that's on my website. So come on over, see you there. Thank you. Wow.